What's up, Raw Talk TV? It's your host, Lenore. And here is where the people connect to the story. So, y'all, today is the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, y'all. Um, y'all know I had um, my friend, Mr. Hobbs, on my uh, previous podcast, Misidentification of, you know, Identity. So, y'all go listen to that. But today, we, you know, one of the days where we link up and we take photos of each other. He like getting dressed. I like getting dressed. We come from low-income backgrounds, but that ain't hindering us from still living out our dreams of looking good, you know, looking good on the budget. Y'all follow Mr. Hobbs at, on IG at? Uh, SWB.nail. Uh, SWB stands for uh, Styling While Broke. It stands for what? <laughs> Styling While Broke. SWB.nail. N-E-L-L. That's funny as crap. Okay. Um, but no, like, and now we was just talking because I just, we just took some bomb photos, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all follow us. Follow my um, personal page, Lenore the Light. That's where, you know, you're going to get all the content as far as modeling, acting, singing, dancing, you know, uh, preaching, whatever. Everything creative as far as that is pertaining to my personal life. You're going to get that. We just sitting here kind of reflecting on, you know, these photos and I was like literally looking at these photos of myself literally almost in tears because of how far I've come and then me and Mr. Hobbs were just talking he's like yeah let's make this a raw talk like so this is why y'all getting this content because this is definitely impromptu but it's raw organic and honest conversation um so one of the questions he was asking me was uh what's he asking pretty much um how did we get to where we are right now Oh, yeah, and I was telling you how, um, because I was getting emotional. He was like, tell me about that. Like, And I was telling him, like, since I was a little girl, um, I modeled, I sung, I danced, I act. Like, since I was three years old, I've been dancing. I was with Marshall Lindsay's talent agency in in Chicago. And we we had originally went for my my cousin and my oldest brother. But then Marshall Marshall Lindsay, the late Marshall Lindsay, um, rest his soul, he told my mama, like, let me dance. Like, get, let me get out there on the floor. You know what I'm saying? She, she, she was like, I don't know. He's like, put that girl out there and just let her go. And, like, literally put me out there and let me, let me go. And I remember uh, seeing photos of when me and my twin, we was little, that we was in, like, a pageant. And my daddy did the, like, diaper contest for the fathers. And you got two kids to somebody one, and he got the diaper on the fastest. So we won that pageant. Um, we've been modeling since we was could walk you know what I mean we've been in the creative space since we could walk and I feel like I was more extroverted with it and my twin was more like ah all right really want to do this my mom want me to do this so he kind of always got the fruit of my labor I always say that like he get the fruit of my labor because he just by me being who I am he's he being with me he just naturally gets that level of you know access as well and he's a good looking dude you know what I'm saying he's you know funny and all those different things so um i was telling um mr hobbs that i used to model for lily's talent agency in chicago where i did voiceovers commercial and print work and he was like man when you talk about this different stuff like i could see you like smiling like this really makes you happy and i'm like i've been wanting to model since i was a kid um and then you know just battling a whole beauty of the dark skin and gotta be a certain height certain weight certain look and that's, that got discouraging, you know what I mean? It, like, deterred me from my dreams. But I found other ways to, like, explore my creativity and my curiosity through, like, 
athletic, very athletic, um, very adventurous, always like putting on performances, talent shows, and you know, modeling and dancing, like always orchestrating things and organizing things on a performance based um, situation. And anybody that know me, like they know me as B Motor Dancer. Be more the dancer. That's 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 what they know me as. Like I'm all I wish to always be dancing. And I feel like anytime you get away from the things that you love, you lose a part of yourself. And I think that, you know, um inadequacy, the perception of inadequacy is the thief of joy. Because it's just like you telling me I'm inadequate, but God placed this on the inside of me and this is where I found fulfillment. That robs you from the peace within yourself that you get from exploring and, and extending yourself to the world. You know what I mean? Pieces of you to the world. And when when society robs you from that level of confidence, uh, it really hinders your ability to fully, to fully see yourself, you know? Or you become blurry. You don't see the full version of yourself no more, you know? So um, being in this space with, you know, Mr. Hobbs and uh, just being able to live in this time like we literally been strategic over the last two weeks two, <laughs> two weeks two freaking weeks like just getting together and taking photos like so how's your experience you know because you was talking about like you never would have saw yourself here like uh, tell them what you meant by that i mean just like i said i mean i never would have thought i'd be here right now um i was kind of just going through the motions in life uh, really, and uh, once I met um, Brittany, she changed my life. I, I know we barely met like around was it about two, two to three months? Yeah, two, three months ago. You know, ever since we met, my life's been changed, and she's really encouraged me to put myself out there more, and just it really helped me to um, feel better about myself and be more happier about um, the way God made me. Because just like her, I also um, was insecure. For one, being short, um, you know, um, the colorism, you know, being dark-skinned as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I was always a lone wolf. You know, I never really um, had a lot of friends growing up. So I was just, so it was just kind of surreal to me when the way just the way things just happened between me and Miss Moore. Because I always thought that it was just a lone, it was just a, a lone wolf um, I, I was just going to be a lone star <laughs> pretty much but um, like I said um, I always wanted to do uh, this basically such as like modeling um, I used to do voiceovers I, well mm-hmm. I used to do like um, voice impressions oh you can do that really good you did yeah. that no, do the wait let's pause do <laughs> Joe Osteen for Raw Talk okay. TV <laughs> okay alright God bless every one of you you will get that new car in Jesus name. You will get that new house in Jesus name. Uh, but um, Mr. Olsen, uh, what about uh, preaching about like uh, repentance or um, salvation and just walking with the Lord daily? Oh, um, we try not to get into that. We, we try to uh, just tell people more about God's blessings instead of um, us actually doing our part and uh, our relationship with the Lord. <laughs> um, God bless you. No more questions. 
But yeah, um, I used to always do like voice impressions growing up because I used to always love watching cartoons and everything. But um, I always wanted to do that. I always wanted to act um, and model. Um, but um, just growing up, I was always hindered. Uh, my mom, she didn't really let me do a lot. Um, I wanted to do Boy Scouts, for example. My mom said no because she thought that I was going to get molested. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it was it, I, the, our and, parents' traumas and fears, man. And, and I wanted to do dance as well. Oh, for real? I did. Well, I'm kind of stiff now, but I, I always wanted to. I always found <laughs> dancing fascinating. Like, okay. I wanted to do like ballet, hip hop, a lot of different genres. Mm -hmm. And um, she said no because she thought I was going to turn out gay. What? I kid you not. So like, a lot of that growing up, that kind of just all of those aspirations and dreams of really just being creative. That kind of just. I just pushed that in the back burner. Yeah. You know, so now that's why I said what I said about not, I never would have thought this would have happened. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. No, and it's crazy that you say that, like, because on the contrary, how a lot of parents, depending if it's a traditional type of setting, mm -hmm. um, if you're different ethnic backgrounds, the standards that people be have, that parents be having for their children, it'd be like, go in this direction. It's like, but what direction did the Lord create me to go in? You want me to be a doctor, and the Lord want me to be a, a, a artist. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like people try to like make it too logical because you can still prosper in the very thing that God called you to do. He said that's why He said I will, um, I will make room for your gifts and your talents. He didn't say I will make room for the logic job that you choose. You know what I mean? Right. So if He make room for your gifts and talents, that means He will stabilize you in those things too. And I believe like when I ever have children. I'm going to raise them like my mom raised me as far as like exploring creativity. When I when I wanted to do track, volleyball, baseball, when I wanted to dance, model, act, my mom was, was like, okay. okay. It wasn't hindering me. Right. It was just like, okay. But the thing was, I feel like she wished she could have probably did more mm -hmm. because we had to stop modeling and stuff because she was a single parent uh -huh. and she couldn't take me to the auditions and stuff as much. Right. You got one parent and they, they could call you at five o'clock in the morning and say, hey, we need your child to be here at 11. Are they available? If you say no, because you got to go to work and you don't have nobody to take me, we losing money. We could have mm -hmm. made money, money from my mama love minimum wage job or whatever she was getting which because when you get them commercial checks them print checks it'd be way more than than any check you gonna make while you doing a nine to five wow they pay you thousands especially like it's on a big like platform mm -hmm. like disney at&t state farm and you see those commercials playing over and over again you get residual income from that they continue to cut you checks as long as it's playing oh, out like royalties yeah you get your royalties so it's like, just imagine if it would have went bigger than that. And I was in movies and I was on sitcoms and all that. Like, my mom would have been rolling in dope. But she had to make a sacrifice, whether we're going to keep a roof over our head or what. And, and, you know, at the time, I didn't really understand all that. But um, I wasn't mad either. I just found something else to do. You know what I mean? Like, oh, can't do that no more. Cool. Let's go do this. And then one of the turning points in my life as far as, like, modeling was um, I was about 17 years old. And my sister got killed. And I found out that she got killed when I was at a Barbizon uh, uh, talent talent scout thing or whatever. Um, I was on stage. And normally when I'm on stage or whatever, I, I look for my mama. 
And I, I, I ain't fan, so I had to keep moving, moving the group. I'm like, dang, that's kind of odd that she not there. When I get off the stage, I'm looking for her, she not there. So then this white lady approached me, and she like, I'm like, have you seen my mom? Like, have you seen my mom? And she like, your mom is over here. So they took me to my mama. I will never in my life forget this moment. She was in the hallway, and she was bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, mom, what's going on? Mom, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? She like, they killed them. They killed them all. I said, they killed them? Who are you talking about? She's like, they killed Sarah. I'm like, what? And I was so distraught that I didn't even really comprehend that she, that she said that they killed my sister and my two nephews and my niece had got shot, you know? But she didn't, she didn't die. She lived. But at 17 years old, I stopped modeling. I stopped modeling. And then I, you know, went into athletics, things that, you know, running and volleyball and dancing and yeah I, I stopped modeling at that point I didn't pick back pick modeling back up until I was um in college I always danced though I ain't never stopped dancing um and I hid my my gift of singing for a long time like nobody knew I could sing for real I said my my mom and my brother nobody really knew my best friends nobody really knew that I could sing um, but I've been singing more lately, you know, just showing all my talent. And people like, dang, what can't you do? I'm like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I try it. And if I do it and I like it, I do it good. And I just I just naturally do it. So um, that was like the turning point in my life. But like, like you said, being here in this moment now is so rewarding and so refreshing. And I'm way more confident than I have ever been in my life. Mm. Way more confident. And just making the decision to love me, making the decision to be like, you're you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you're the bomb. Like you know what I mean? Right. Speaking speaking that over yourself, because God said you created in my image and my likeness. If God is perfect and He's perfection and He's He makes everything beautiful, and He says beauty is in the eye of the beholder. If He's the beholder and I'm what He's looking at, I'm what He called good. Then I need to be thinking about that myself. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's right. So if you're thinking of anything less than you operating at a lower frequency that you, than you need to be. And that's what's hindering you. Your lack of identity and a full awareness and confidence that this is who you are. It really ain't the resources. Praising that this is God. It really ain't the resources. It really ain't the doors of opportunity. It all, excuse me, it all starts with you. And once you get you together and you move in that level of authority, I promise the door is going to open up. You think us saying, okay, we're going to get together strategically. We're going to get together. We're going to take each other photos. We're going to publish this stuff for content so we have what we need. Mm-hmm. You think we ain't going to reap from this? It's a faith without works is dead. We're not waiting for a camera person. We're not waiting for a videographer. We're not waiting for a talent agency. We, we, we are paving the way for ourselves. Wow. We're doing what we what wow. we need to do. God said He gonna bless the work of our own hands. But what work are we doing with our own hands? We have the ability to take each other photos. We have the ability to crop. We have the ability to edit from your phone. You don't, that don't cost money to do that. It, sometimes, but it don't cost money. It really you know? don't. So yeah. if you ain't using, He said, use what you get. That's what He talked about the talents and stuff in the Bible. And I gave you two talents, you eight five talents, what you gonna do with it? Oh, I maximized it. I used it, so I gave you some more. Oh, I preserved it, so I'ma give you back what you gave me. God wants you to be exhausted in the earth. He wants you to exhaust everything, and he wants you to be so emptied out that you gave the earth what he gave you. You ain't if you ain't giving the earth what it what God gave you, what are you doing? That's purpose. 
People be looking for, oh my, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? To use everything God gave you. Wow. That's it. I've been trying to figure that out for the longest. <laughs> and in one season, it may be being a teacher. Mm -hmm. But you use an ability of wisdom and knowledge that he gave you, right? In another season, it might be your artistic ability to draw, to give people vision, to give people hope and insight through drawing. Another season, you may be, um, like you said, learning dance class, you know, learning how to dance and stuff. That's your ability to cultivate a desire that God placed on the inside of you. The only way it can burn is if you cultivate it. That's why the Bible says, stir, stir, the gifts, stir up your gifts. Stir up your gifts. What the heck do that mean? Practice. Use them. Get better at them. You know what I mean? That's all I got. That makes sense. <laughs> That's all I got. What you got, Mr. Hobbs? That's all you got? Well. Ready to take some more photos? I guess we could. Yeah, that's all I got, but I'm just glad we were able to share this. Yeah, um, I think it was needed. We're going to come back and be like, oh, man, we did that. Not out of in front of that little Starbucks. Hey, it's beautiful out here, y'all. It is. The sun's not even beaming out. It's cloudy and it's a little breezy. It's not as humid. It's a great day for photos. You got that right. But I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Raw Talk TV, where the people connect to the story. I'm your host, Brittany Lenore, also known as Lenore the Life. I had Mr. Hobbs with me. Um, y'all make sure y'all follow his IG at SWB.NELL. SWB. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all follow Raw Talk TV on IG, all one word, and uh, as well as Lenore, the light, all one word. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Y'all be safe out here on this fourth. Love y'all.